Tonight, if you will, I want to take you to the book of Psalms, a scriptural passage that has ministered to me over the last few weeks, over and over again. Early in the morning, a few weeks back, I was reading this passage, and I happened to read several other translations, and I discovered something that literally has touched me down to my very soul, and I want to share that with you. I'd like to speak to you tonight to those who may feel that you have been pushed to your limit. Those of you that feel that you are so far away from things that you love and need. And I certainly pray that the Spirit of God will minister to you as it has to me even today as I have gone back over this passage and last night as I begin to consider. It's found in Psalm 61. I'm going to read the first four verses, and I know when I begin, you will recognize this passage. It is one of those familiar portions of Scripture that uh, we have read from and been encouraged by on many occasions. But I pray tonight that God will give you a fresh revelation of its message. It reads like this. Hear my cry, O God, and attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong power from the enemy. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings. Selah, or pause, reflect upon what has just been stated. And I certainly pray that you will do that tonight. I I wish that I had the opportunity just to sit down in your living room tonight, across the table from you with a cup of coffee perhaps and just talk to you out of my heart because I feel like there is a message and a word that God would like to minister to us from this passage. You know, confidence is a wonderful thing to have. That sureness and self-awareness that often comes in a person's life, the poise to know what to do and when to do it, and the belief in one's abilities or one's talents or one's knowledge or one's skill that makes us feel equal or adequate for the task that is before us. But I've lived long enough to learn this, that sometimes in life and the things that I am forced to face, that it will literally knock all of the strut out of your walk. There are things about life and the things that we face that will drain the arrogance 
from your words. And it will slap the swagger out of your ego. It will humble you far more than anything else that I know of. The cry of our text is in a spirit that is as old as humanity. It is the prayer of a troubled and tried man. A man who had come to the end of himself. His heart was enveloped with a sea of trouble, covered by it. The word overwhelmed talks about being pushed out of the land that he was familiar with and he was comfortable in and hurled into a situation and circumstances that were unpleasant. And he is banished to a place where he feels like he is at the very extremes of life. He is at the end of the earth. He is at the corner of life itself. And he is far from the presence of God. He is far from the the, the, the things that he is familiar with. He feels separation, such deep separation, anxieties and All of this became too much for him. And he uses the word overwhelmed. My heart is overwhelmed. The Hebrew word that is used there literally speaks of a blanket that covers someone. It is speaking of a shroud that is so heavy and so large that uh, it blocks out the sight of the sun. He is coming. He has come to the end of himself. We don't know exactly what happened. Many surmise that this was written during the time of Absalom's rebellion. It could have been then or in many other times in David's life. But whatever it was that had happened, whatever had come to his life, what he was now faced with in that moment had taken his breath away. It had shattered the calm of his existence and his troubles elicited a cry out of him. The word that is used in the Hebrew again is very uh, compelling. It was piercing. It was a ringing, it was a plaintive cry. And his cry expresses the most fundamental and persistent thing of all human needs. And that is when we are navigating life's troubles and life's difficult terrain, it describes an attitude of utter dependence on something beyond itself, something beyond its ability to see it through and get it through those troubled times. There are numerous opinions regarding the literal interpretation of that scriptural passage, but however you choose the interpretation of that verse of scripture, the meaning is very clear to me and there is no doubt of the truth that it speaks to my spirit. 
The psalmist has come to a place of difficulty. He has come to a place that is beyond his natural strength and knowledge and ability to negotiate it. It was a mountain that was insurmountable. Heinrich Ewald, who was a noted German scholar of Jewish descent, interpreted this verse in the 1800s like this. He said, to a rock for me too high, thou wilt lead me. Another noted German scholar by the name of Franz Dietrich interpreted it like this, up a rock, up a rock, too high for me do thou lead me. Perhaps if we blended those two together, we would have a more clearer understanding of what the psalmist was trying to say. But the literal interpretation is that there was a rock before him that was too high. He could not see over it. He could not see around it. He was overwhelmed by the mass and, and the magnitude. And the fullness of his quandary is seen in his wording there. Here is a situation before him that is too big for him. A problem that is too difficult for him to solve. A mystery that is too painful to unravel. It was a rock too high for him to negotiate. The evidence is that there was a a man in this place who was facing a difficulty that was totally and completely overwhelming to him in his life. It was a mountain too high. It was a rock too high. That's what I want to speak to you about tonight is a rock too high. Whatever that trouble may have been, it literally blocked his way forward. It stymied his life, his progress. It covered him up. It shrouded him. It overwhelmed him in its grief and gloom. But I love his attitude. I I look at his spirit and I realize that even facing this insurmountable mountain that was so high and so wide and massive that he saw no way around it and he couldn't even see a way over it and certainly he didn't envision a way through it but he doesn't run from it he doesn't avoid it he doesn't try to hide from it he doesn't shy away from it he doesn't ignore it and hope that it will go away he simply faces it but he faces it in the right attitude and the right spirit he is not intimidated by it I love that he is not defeated by it he is not going to quit because of it He will not give up because of it. Whatever the trouble was, his cry was simply this. Lord, up that rock, you must lead me because I 
don't have the strength or the ability or the power to deal with these circumstances. I know that there is a way, but it is not in me to know it. I need your help. The only way that I am going to get over this or get through this or defeat this is with your help. Life has a way of bringing all of us to such places, situations in life that we feel unequal to. I personally know the feeling of that overwhelming sense of of awe at what we are facing. And I'm certain that you know what I'm talking about tonight. But it's good to know where to go and what to do when troubles are that large. It's good to know that I don't have to run from it. I don't have to quit because of it. I don't have to give up because of what I'm facing. I don't have to despair. I don't have to feel hopeless. I certainly don't have to feel intimidated by it. I need to simply understand what the psalmist understand that though I don't know how to navigate it, I know somebody that does and I am trusting him. I am depending on him. I am looking to him to help me climb that mountain, overcome that trouble and put that difficulty behind me. Could I talk to you for a few moments tonight about some rocks that are too high for us? Rocks that are too high for some people. The rock that is too high is a spiritual problem that you are dealing with right now that defies your understanding. A real challenge to your faith. A challenge to your confidence, a perplexity to the soul. Doesn't matter how much you pray. It doesn't matter how much you read your Bible. The difficulty does not seem to shrink. The difficulty is so disturbing that it has moved you to the point of feeling that you are at the end of yourself, that you're at the end of your resources, and and it calls into question your beliefs and your faith and your closely held convictions, and our confidence is shaken because this insurmountable bulk of a spiritual problem is before us and we don't have an answer for it. I've lived long enough to understand that there are some spiritual problems that I may never have the answer to. But I do know there's a way over it. And you can find that same way. I must ask you tonight, are any of you facing such a challenge right now? Are you facing a spiritual problem? You've prayed about it. You've sought God about it. You've asked counsel about it. You've read the Bible as much as you know how to read it. And yet in spite of all the efforts that you have made in yourself, 
You cannot seem to fathom or understand the depth and meaning of this quandary. Could I tell you tonight, the answer is not in giving up. And the answer is not in cynicism. The answer is not in turning back. The answer is not in being intimidated by your problem. The answer is that there is one who can help you navigate those spiritual problems that you don't seem to have answers for. For some people, that rock too high could be a grief that rends your heart. This is one thing that I've learned about living for God, is that often we bleed under the stroke of His hand. His own hand causes us to bleed. The intense suffering that we cannot understand It is in this experience that breaks down the heart in man. The literal translation said, when my heart faints, when my heart is overwhelmed. He dealt with something that was so powerful and so strong that it caused him to melt before its size. He had come to a rock that was too high. A rock that was so high that it literally blocked out the summit. He couldn't see anything else but its its magnitude. The mind often is made to ache under the trying dark riddles of life that are too mysterious for us to understand. Sufferings that are unexplainable. Pain that finds no seeming source. Our strength is overtaken. It's overtaxed. It's overwhelmed. It creates a mental and spiritual anguish in the soul that rouses fears. And worst of all, it foments questions that literally shock our soul. We're up against a rock that we cannot navigate or negotiate. The ways of God are so challenging to our human mind that we cannot comprehend. We cannot reconcile ourselves to the things that we cannot understand. What I have come to know about God is often lost in what I don't know about the present moment. Does that make That belief in God or what I know irrelevant? Absolutely not. Sometimes I just have to stand in what I do know until God reveals to me what I don't know. It is in the extremity of my ordeal that lies the worth and the value and the effectiveness of its ministry in my life. You see, for it is our suffering. It is our suffering that makes us like him. The path of pain, the path of suffering, though we do not choose it and we do not want it, is often the path of progress and power and perfection and peace. There are some of you suffering tonight 
under things that you cannot understand. You have prayed, but prayer hasn't removed it. You have sought counsel, but counsel has not allayed it. This rock is just too high. It's not designed to crush you, though. That's what you have to understand. Nor is it designed by God to grind you to powder or to bury you in its dust. But it is to shatter the illusions of my vanity and my pride. The delusions of my superiority, my endowments, my strength. It is designed to cause me to cry out to someone who is higher than I. One who can see me through anything. He will endow me with the gift of grit if I will look to him in my time of overwhelming. He will allow it to develop in me a larger view of him. And really that's what I need tonight more than I need an answer. I need to see God in a greater way and in a higher place. Here is what we must understand about life. A grief that outmeasures the measure of my mind never outmeasures the capacity of his grace. My heart may be overwhelmed, but I look up and I cry, lead me, lead me. This rock that is too high, lead me. Lead me up and over it. Lead me past it and beyond it. Don't let it stymie my life. Don't let it block my progress. My heart must not faint under its towering gloom. It is a great sorrow. But it is in that great sorrow that the sweetest of songs are made. It is in that great pain that the beauty is found in the picture and the depth and the strength and the holiness of life is discovered when I go through these times of suffering. We are initiated into the school of the elect of the divine for the Bible says that if we suffer with him, we shall also reign with him. This truth must not be lost in the quandary of our problems. It is only that which is really beyond us that profits us. If something does not push us, we never progress. In the education of the soul, God often goes beyond us. He goes beyond our means and our understanding to teach us life's greatest lessons. He arrests us with mysteries that baffle our mind. We suffer things that we cannot explain. We are confounded by the dumbness of our own speech in the face of these adversities and these staggering questions concerning God and his government of life. I've often looked at Job and I've shook my head in wonder how he even survived all that he went through and all that happened in his life. And he was wrestling with trying to understand it and he had friends that came and 
Only thing they did was make it worse because they cast an accusing glance and they spoke accusing words. There's got to be something wrong in your life, Job. And what they didn't understand and what even Job didn't understand is that God was taking him through a school so he could teach him deeper things, so that he could bless him with a double portion. That's exactly what God did. And that it was in those times of suffering that God whispers to our soul, my grace is sufficient for thee. These things are never done to humiliate us. They are never done to hurt us, but they are done to help us. God never allows these moments in life to destroy us, but to develop us. We are shoved to the edge of the nest so that we can prove that the wings that he has given us really do work. We wrestle with the angel in the dark so that a better man can rise up from within us. Like Jacob of old who wrestled the night through so that a better man would emerge. We struggle through the dark night of the soul in the tomb, in the grave. It looked like life was over, but it wasn't. It was just a pause, an interlude. And that pause and interlude was going to result in the dawn of a new day that would break over the lives of men. But somebody had to go into that grave in order to teach us how to come out of that grave. We fear as we enter the cloud, as the disciples, as Peter, James, and John, they entered into that mountain with him. And the Bible said they came into that cloud and they were fearful. They were so afraid. But it was in that cloud and the illumination of that moment that he was transfigured. And they saw things that only God would allow them to see. If it does not challenge me, I usually do not grow by it. It is tried faith that produces greater faith. It is what stretches the faith that profits the faith. It is that stretching of faith in which the miracle is experienced. It is only when we have to step out of the comfort of the boat and try what cannot be possible in human ability. Bid me walk upon the water. Bid me to come to you. That's, that's all that he asked. And the Lord's simple return was come. And in coming out of that boat... Peter experienced a supernatural thing in his life. But he could have only done it by facing a challenge that was insurmountable to him. A storm that was too great. It is only as we wrestle with the things beyond ourselves that we really learn the depth of God's mercy and God's grace and God's goodness Every mountain is not there to intimidate me, but to reveal to me something of God's character and his spirit that will make me a better man, a better person. 
Sometimes the rock too high is the burden of responsibility that life conscripts us to carry. Simon had just come into town to see the things going on on the weekend. But he didn't know there was a crucifixion in the making. And he was conscripted to carry the cross of Jesus. Sometimes life conscripts us to carry burdens that we really don't want to carry. The burden of responsibility is real and it's intense. It's almost at times unbearable and intolerable. The severe and incessant demands that life places upon us that paralyze us. We are overwrought by the pressures that life has thrust upon us and life puts us out. Duties that lay upon us and obligations that concern us that seem too great. One of the great tragedies of the last few weeks and months have been those that have had to take loved ones to the hospital. And all they've been able to do is just drop them off at the curb and go back home and wait. We don't have the opportunity to be there to comfort and be with them and and be comforted by seeing that they're doing okay. We just drop them off and and we're left at that moment and and not knowing what to do. We, 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 We are clamoring for answers and the truth is we don't know how to deal with our problems like we need to. We don't know how to make the ends meet. We don't know how to carry the load of expectations that are on us that we didn't plan. Young married couples that are dealing with situations in their life and older family members that that have become an obligation for you to take care of and oversee. And they're not a burden in that sense, but it is a burden of responsibility that sometimes gets heavy to bear. Dealing with sick loved ones that just are progressively going down. Raising children that are not your own. Trying to start out and yet having every adversity that could come against you assail you. But hear me tonight. Please hear me. Don't yield to the fright of the shadow of that mountain that's before you right now. Don't give in to the frowning look of that rock. That difficulty is essential to the developing of your ability. God's efforts are to bring out of you the very best that is within you. And many times the only way God can do that is putting on you a responsibility and a burden that seems too great to carry. And there is no other way to do it but with his help. God puts, in us, puts us in places sometimes that are too great for us, but they are never too great for him. And I want to encourage someone tonight that is overwhelmed and you are pressed to the limit and you feel like you're at the ends of the earth, that you don't know how much more you can carry. Hear me tonight. He can carry it and you need to let him carry it. What is beyond me, I need to learn to accept as God's tool to better me. It may be that God thinks more of me than I think of myself. And I must call on all that is within me to justify his divine 
estimate of my life. God doesn't waste his time on rejects. And if you are going through a time right now in which the burden seems too great, I will assure you as a child of God that he would never put you in that situation and he would never allow that to come into your life if it was not intended for your good and to help you discover something about him that would transform your life. You see, when we look to the right source, God will use the pressures of the things on us to bring the fragrant essence Of the perfume out of us. It is only when the olive is crushed. That it yields its precious oil. It is only when we are challenged. Beyond ourself. That we really ever grow. We don't make a lot of progress. When things go our way. As a matter of fact. Most of us get lazy. And sometimes we even become so arrogant in our pride that we think it's because of our own knowledge and our own ability. But you hear me tonight. Some of you are up against a rock that is too high. It's just insurmountable. You don't see a way around it. You don't even see a way over it. But here's what I'm telling you to do. Do what the psalmist did. He lifted his voice and he cried, God, I need you. I need you to help me. I need you to lift me up. I need you to lead me up to this rock and over this rock and beyond this problem. Lord, lead me. Here is the secret of an overcomer. He leads us to the insurmountable to show us that nothing is too hard for him. Nothing. The things impossible with men are possible with God. When we use the power that is above us, when we access the power that is around us that he has made available, when we speak That word to God, when we speak through that one means of of communication, it becomes a megaphone. And when we speak through one of God's megaphones, we are ushered into a realm, into the throne room of the heavenlies, and we can experience the supernatural. You know, when I raise my voice, As loud as some of you may think I am, I can barely carry across the parking lot for someone to hear. But let me tell you what, I whisper a prayer in the name of Jesus. I want you to stand still and watch the things of earth begin to move. Running on my own, I run out of strength and I run out of breath very quickly. And I grow weary and tired. But stepping into one of God's chariots, I can cross the continent and I can move through the Milky Way by the speed of His Spirit to the very throne room of heaven carrying my own burden I am oppressed and fatigued and worn out but when I use God's power when I make his power a part of my life when I cry out to him mountains move and troubles vanish you see the eye of the needle to us is too straight but to God The eye is a gateway into a world of power 
and mercy. If we could only learn how to trust him. If we could only learn how to walk with him. Not ahead of him. Not behind him. But walking with him. How blessed our life would be. Before us may be a rock of difficulty that is too high for us to get over it. But it, not, it is not too hard for him. Too much of our own strength has already been spent trying to surmount things that we in ourselves are incapable. My human ability is no match for what is before me. And it appears to the natural eye to be insurmountable until I open my mouth and I begin to cry out, Lord, lead me up to that rock that is too high for me. Lord, lead me to that rock that is too high. Not only lead me to it, but lead me over it. Lead me beyond it. Don't let it destroy my life. Don't let it define my destiny. Before me is a mountain that looms. But when God leads me, he will always lead me over. We encourage ourselves tonight in the word of the Lord. When we remember what the psalmist did, be encouraged by what God's already done in your life. The psalmist mentioned a few of those things. He said in verse 3, For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. You know, I am convinced tonight that you and I do not make enough of God's past blessings in our life. We do not use those things as God intended for them to be used as a strength for our present struggle. We need God to lead us tonight. I have never felt a greater need of God leading us. I don't know how to navigate what is before us. When I look at some of the impossible situations that we are facing as a church right now, I don't know the way over, but I do know God knows the way over. There's so many confusing voices and so many confusing things that are being said in our world right now. I'm not listening to the news media to give me direction tonight. I'm not looking for the government to give me a word. I'm not looking for any man to solve my problem. I want to lift up my eyes beyond the hills for there is where my help comes from. And I will find one there waiting to take me by the hand and lead me beyond any difficulty that I'm dealing with right now in my life. The rock that is so high that I cannot see to get over it but God is already above it. Amen. I cannot get there by myself, and neither can you. It's going to take the help of God. But I pray tonight that God would convey us to a higher place. I pray that in all of the adversity that we have been forced to face in the last few weeks, and even the last few years as a church family, I pray that it has developed something in us, a grit, a determination, a spirit that is uh, undaunted by the sheer size of the problem. 
It may be too big for me, but it's not too big for God. It may be overwhelming to me, but nothing overwhelms him. And I need him. I need him. You need him to help guide us, navigate these things that we cannot understand. And when our heart is overwhelmed, lead us, Lord. Lead us to your righteousness. Lead us to your truth. Lead us to a right way of living. We need to allow these things that we are facing to lift our eyes and our our heads to the hills from which cometh our help and beyond that to him. Lead me. I wish that you would say that tonight. God, lead me. I don't know how to get through this. I don't know how to deal with this. I don't know what the answer to the problems that I'm facing right now are, but I know you know, and I trust you. I trust you. I don't trust myself because I know I can't get there. I am insufficient. I cannot get there without your help and without your aid. Oh God, help us to have a greater trust in you in this hour than we've ever had before. You know what we need a revival of? We need a revival of real faith in God. A confidence and a trust that though I cannot see and I do not know, I cannot figure it out. God sees, God knows, And he already has a way over that problem. We need a revival of complete trust in him. That though I don't know, he knows. Let your troubles, let your problems, let that looming mountain tonight, instead of intimidate you or cause you to want to quit or throw in the towel and turn back, Why don't you let that trouble drive you to a greater dependence on him, a greater need of him, so that every day you sing, I need thee. Oh, I need thee. Every hour I need thee. Don't leave me, Lord. I need thee to lead me. Amen. I pray God speaks to your heart through this word over and over and over again. And every time you go to Psalm 61 and you read verse 2, you'll read it in this way. To the mountain that is too high. To the rock that is too high. Lord, you lead me. You direct me. You guide me over these troubled times. In Jesus' name, let's pray. Father. I am so thankful that there is a way through every difficulty, every trouble, every adversity, every problem. There are people, Lord, that are listening to me right now that are dealing with physical suffering. They're dealing with pain that is unexplainable. There is no rhyme or reason for the suffering that they are enduring. And when they ask, heaven seems silent. God, I pray that somehow that we would understand that you're not silent because you don't care. You are simply wanting us to trust you in a greater fashion so that you can develop us in a greater way. And you can strengthen us 
in a greater fashion. And you can grow us into beings more like you. God, for those who are having to carry loads that they did not plan to carry, they're having to carry responsibilities that are not theirs to have to carry, but life has conscripted them. They don't have a choice tonight. And they're not complaining. They're not crying about it, but they don't understand it. They don't know what the answer is. Would you give them the strength to look up right now and realize that you know the way through and you know the way over and you will take them through and you will get them past this difficulty. For those, Lord, that are struggling with spiritual questions and chaos in their minds and their spirits and their hearts that they can't seem to find answers for, would you help them, Lord, to know how to stand in what they do know until you choose to reveal to them what they don't know? And what I do know is that you're a good God. You're a merciful Savior. You love me. You are compassionate toward me. And you're there to strengthen me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. When you come to that mountain too high, simply lift your voice and cry, Lord, lead me. Lead me over. Lead me past. Don't let it stymie me. Don't let it... Dwarf my, dwarf my growth or, or stop me in my path. Let it just be a passage to a higher place. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. We will see you this coming weekend. Looking forward to all of you. Sunday morning, 1030. Don't forget that. 1030, our normal service time. And also the graduation honoring of our young people Sunday evening. Have a great night in Jesus' name.